Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Third pitch, episode 40. Amalia Vangsgaard, the current top scorer in the Damalsvenskan, is this week's guest on the podcast. She is a striker currently playing with Linköping FC. Vangsgaard joined the Swedish side in the summer of 2021, coming from FC Nordsjälland. And back then, she played as a wingback. Perhaps she went a little bit under the radar during the second half of last season although her performances this season haven't been unnoticed and she got her Danish senior national team debut when Denmark qualified for the World Cup 2023 in a game against Montenegro back in September. You are listening to their pitch and this is the Amelia Vangsgaard episode. We're back with a new episode. Today we have uh, Lynch Shopping FC forward uh, Amalie Vangsgaard. How, how are you doing? Good, thank you. <laughs> I feel like I totally butchered your name and made it Swedish. So <laughs> I'm going to have you pronounce it for me. Uh, Amalie Vangsgaard. We actually have a, a quote from two people that know you. So usually it's, uh, it's like we get one person that writes it and then you have to guess but this is actually two people in one text. I will just start and then you can guess whenever I'm done. The football player, Amalia, we would describe as a power packet and a real monster within the box. She also has a big winner mentality and she always complains on the referee, whether it's a practice or a game. Uh, she's every single um, defender's nightmare and a person that you would love to have on your team. Uh, a usual day for her usually starts with her saying that she's going to study, but usually we find her at Espresso House with a coffee in her hand. Yes, she is obsessed with the coffee at Espresso House. And for lunch, she sometimes goes to this Chinese restaurant and orders fries to then just roll into practice in her new Prada sunglasses or regular glasses. I'm not sure. Finally, she is very caring and a nice person that wants everyone to feel good. She tries to adapt to Sweden and wants us to speak as much Swedish as, po- Swedish as possible, but it's a little, mm-hmm. it's not going very well because we always have to, to go over to English anyways. So for you to understand Oh, here comes the Danish again. Um, tack for the du är en god vän. De vill vilkelig gärna ha det i deras grupp. Yeah, that's that's my Danish. Who do you think that is? Stina. Yeah, Stina and Melly. Yeah, that's correct. I think uh, the study part and the espresso house and then the sunglasses. <laughs> what well, what made you guess it? Because <laughs> I just got the sunglasses. 
so nobody else know. <laughs> we want to get to to know you, but I think for those who don't know you, is that you played professionally, right? In, in Denmark, and then you took a gap year. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So where, like, let's just start talking about like how did you start playing football and why did you then end up taking a gap year? Uh, I think I started playing football because my older brother played football and we played a lot at home in the yard with our neighbors and with the boys. Um, yeah, and then I have always played football since I was a little kid and then. When I was 12, I moved to Switch Club to Fusunayayim. And then I played my U15 and U18 and on the first team in Fusunayayim and on the U19 national team. And then I got tired of playing football. <laughs> and then That, that's just you just got tired you didn't want no, to play anymore I just like didn't think it was fun it was more like sad memories and good memories kind of so I think I got to a point where it was better to just take one step back and then figure out if I wanted to play football or not so you didn't have fun playing football anymore what did you do during your gap year? Uh, just Kind of working, traveling, having fun, <laughs> hanging with my friends, relax. Yeah. <laughs> where where did you travel to? Like, what was uh, what was it that that made this gap year? You know, because it, it was two years. You were working, hanging out with friends, traveling, but then you also came back to football. So, what in this gap year made you think that? Okay, well, maybe I want to go back to football and like. Um, I think the only reason was that. I don't think I actually thought about it before Brienne Samson called me and asked if I wanted to help FC Norseland get up in the best league. And then I spent some time thinking about it and then I said yes and then it kind of just went from there. And then fast forward, you come to Lynch Shopping and this season has been an incredible success for yourself and the team as well. Yeah, it has been a nice season. How big of a part have you played in the success this season, would you say yourself, for the shopping? <laughs> I have, of course, scored some goals and like created some chances, but I think it's a team effort and I think we have so many good players and it just like clicked this season. You say you say some goals. It sounds pretty humble. I mean, you're topping the you're the top goal scorer this season of this league. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good season <laughs> with the goals. <laughs> but, but you're you're behind. I mean, you, you've scored a lot of goals. What's what do you think that that you've that you've done this year that you know that's just completely just let everything go and just everything just fell into place for you? And the team. Um, I think my biggest change was that I went went, went from wing back to attacker. <laughs> so that's of course a big change. Um, and then I just think the relations with the players around have been really good, uh, and have made a big difference from last year. Where, like, I think our system or our way of playing has just clicked this season and. 
it works much better and it makes us create more chances too that we win the ball up high on the pitch. Did you expect this going into the season that number one, you guys were going to be, you know, and fighting for gold, number one, and then number two, I mean, yourself scoring this many goals? I think in the preseason, I think I saw that our team was doing really well. And I think I saw that the tactical part was kind of going in the right direction. So I was like, maybe not number one, but I was like thinking that we would be in the top of the league. Uh, regarding the goals, I don't think I had like giving it a thought before the season started. Because uh, also when the season started, I was still half a wing back. <laughs> And then you just changed mid-season. <laughs> it, yeah, it changed kind of in the beginning of the season. For real. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have been uh, been fighting up there with uh, with uh, with Gold. Obviously, there was a a series final um, not too long ago before the before the national team break. How 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 much do you think that affects you know the the end of the season right now? And I mean, you guys stood up very very well and had most of the chances. So if you keep playing like this, and they happen to make any mistakes, you know, it can very very well still be a gold for you guys how how are you guys talking about that in the group uh, i don't think or like we don't really talk about it actually because i think we we don't focus on the table that much we just focus on each game that we play and like we just have to do our best and keep focused all the time and then we can hope that Wolfgang lose some focus in their games <laughs> and speaking of your season this season um i assume that you have a lot of eyes looking at you from all over the world is is what is my guess i mean if i if i was a sporting director i would totally look your way but is there any like specific place that you would want to go or is there like have you heard about any offers coming in during this window or like is your what are you thinking um I think I'm pretty chilled about everything and maybe try not to focus too much about everyone looking. Uh, but of course, there is some looking. And But yeah, I think we take it day by day and focus on the games and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> Do you want to stay in the Mottwanskan or are you looking to take you know these further steps? I'm really happy to be in Jenshiving. Yeah. Uh, which also makes it harder to if I'm going out. But uh, I'm not going away from the shipping to just get away from here because I really like the club and I have a good relationship with Andre, our coach, and and I like the way to develop my game here. Uh, but of course, everyone has dreams. And if the right offer is there, it's, yeah, it's hard to say no. <laughs> and speaking about this... Um this very successful year of yours, you've debuted for your national team with, you know, the seniors. How, how is that for you um, to have your debut with, with Denmark? Um, very special. I would say, uh, I think I kind of said the same in when I had my debut speech with the national team that uh, five years ago, I don't think a lot of people thought that I would get my debut on the A national team. Um, and I think my friends and family who have been 
along the whole way was also very happy to see it happen now and it was just filled with a lot of emotions also um, so it was very big to get the debut when when you got the call up did you think that okay well i might actually i might actually get some playing time here and make my debut or was it just like i'm i'm glad to be in camp what was your um, reaction i think my first reaction So I was just happy to be in the camp and like, of course I was ready to get some minutes if that was the case, but I also was happy to just be there and show like that I maybe deserve to be there. And you guys qualified for the world cup. How, how was that for you to be, you know, a part of that? It's your debut. And at the same time you guys are, yeah, you guys are done. I think it was actually kind of special because you haven't or like I had haven't really been on the journey with the rest of the team. So, uh, but of course it's very special to qualify for the world cup. And I think it's the first time since 2007, maybe that Denmark qualified. Uh, so it's really big and it also just puts more motivation into just working even harder for me. You, you speak about your, your relationship with uh, Andrea who's the head coach in Linköping. What's your relationship with with uh, Lars Sundegård, who is uh, the head coach of Denmark? So now I have only been in the camp once, so I don't have that much of a relationship to him, but he's also nice. And yeah, he's from the same uh, part of Denmark as me. So it's like a small connection, I think. But he, he's nice. But yeah, it's not the same as uh, the coach you have in the club yeah, you say it's your your first time getting called up uh do you not count the time before the euros where you practiced with the team or where it was like yeah maybe that's also it also counts but i think it wasn't official then so <laughs> yeah but yeah i guess it counts somehow <laughs> how how is that for you to get called up you know right before the euros did you feel like you could possibly possibly be playing in that tournament or Where was your headspace at when you got called up for that? Uh, I think just a good chance to get in with the team and show that I can like be playing on the same level as the national team. Um, but I think like I don't think my head was that much on if somebody gets injured, I'm going because um, I feel like there's a lot of other good players also that didn't was or that wasn't selected for the Euros so I'm not sure that I would be the first one in the line yeah but how was it to come in and you know practice with the team and be with the team before a major tournament was it, how how was that for you I assume the preparations were were full force crazy <laughs> yeah i guess it's a bit special when you get into a camp like that because the focus is of course on the players that is going to the euros um but i think it was nice to just have the experience and see what they were doing so when they had the media time me and another player would go to the spa and <laughs> hang out so <laughs> but uh, it was nice to be there And lastly, before we move on to the football analysis, how much would you like to play um, in the World Cup next next summer? <laughs> I think 
I would really love to do it. And uh, it's, of course, also a big dream. Like when you get the debut, it's a dream come true. And then your dreams like just develop with the time. Um, so I'll do my best to try to be in the squad. What would it mean to you to be selected for that squad? That's a good question. It would mean a lot. Uh, but I also think right now things are going fast and it has been a really nice season. And now I just got my debut. So it also feels like crazy to think about going to the World Cup. But it would be a huge uh, experience and a dream come true. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We obviously talk about um, abilities on the pitch and and. Also, many people want to know the differences between, you know, like if you have come from one country to play uh, in in another country. So because you played in, I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Uh, so we just call it FCN. That's FC Nordsjälland in Swedish. <laughs> you you come from there. And you told us that uh, Brian Sörensen, who is the current head coach of Everton, he was the one that that got you back um, to football. And actually, this, this is a listener's question, but I think it, it's a nice thing to start with before we, we go into the, the journey to playing as an attacker. But he called you up and th- this person wants to know, and she's her name is Sophie. Sophie, I would say in Danish. Uh, what, what does... Brian Sørensen mean means to you? <laughs> uh, I guess it means a lot that he made me come back to football. Um, I've had Brian since I was what 16, 17 years old. Uh, so he has been there, uh, yeah, through my bad times of football, if you can say so. But he have also been there now in some of my best times of football and. He's a great support to have outside of the pitch also. Yeah, and and I presume that he was the one that sort of made you uh, an attacker. Um, I think I was an attacker before going up on his uh, first team in Fortuna Jaring. I think it was actually Fleming Nielsen who was the uh, head coach of Fortuna Jaring at some point too. Uh because he thought I was tall and that would be a good like combination. <laughs> uh, but I've played also midfield and a wing when I was younger. But then I ended up as a attacker. But go- coming from, from Denmark to, to Linköping, uh, what would you say, now we're going into the differences uh, about Danish football at the time and uh, and Swedish football? Because we we are very... I would would say spoiled uh, here in Sweden with with the other Scandinavian players coming to Sweden to improve their game because they think 
think the league here is I'm not sure you can say much better better quality or if it's different in the style of play but what would you say when when you came to to the tryout with Lin Chirping was what was it with Lin Chirping that made you want to come here uh, I think it was like for Lin Chirping it was a good opportunity to come um But I think the league, the intensity is higher in Sweden than in Denmark. And I think overall, the level of the teams is better uh, than in Denmark, which also makes it more fun. Uh, so I think just it's like good for Danish players to get to, like if they want a smaller step up uh, or like a first step out in the world. Um, so I really like the league and I like that it's, a tight league also so in in your opinion now uh playing as an attacker what does it take for an attacker to be really really good in the swedish league according to you <laughs> i think it's hard to say and i think it's also depends on the team you play on but i think the fitness or like you have to maybe run more than you do in denmark you have like it's you have to do more like all the time it's not Like you can't just rest and then be like, okay, it's fine. You have to like work your ass off all the time. <laughs> and I like that you get like pushed also kind of. Yeah. So if if you were about to describe yourself as a footballer, uh, what, how would you, how would you do it? <laughs> I ne I'm never going to be good at that question. <laughs> good uh, to practice. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm tall and I'm fast. And now I'm also scoring a lot of goals. <laughs> so I guess that's positive. Uh, yeah, so I think I'm good at moving around in the offensive part. Yeah, Pl Playing as an attacker, or it, it's kind of actually sort of interesting that you switch around a lot. Do you feel like... When you have played wing back and you said midfielder, do you have you felt in those positions that you you sort of nailed it like you do now? Mm, no, I think this is like the best season I have ever had. Or like I feel like always the offensive part have been my game kind of. Uh, so yeah, attacker and just uh, offensive roles have been my thing of <laughs> all. I would say. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like it's it's a lot of talk about in football right now that that players have to adapt to and be flexible because you you can be put to play in a position or have a role that may not be a hundred percent. But then you you sort of do you think that Lin Chirping's play playing style is what you what makes you this good as well i think it's a good point with adapting to the playing style you're playing with and also if i'm going with the national team now i played as a number 10 in my debut and that's different from what i play in the national team so i think i think the playing uh, playing style is good for me now but i also think it like if you just understand the tactical part and get the main points i think you can play more positions overall Do you, before because you are a striker uh, and let, let's just just talk about this because going in um, and plan for a season 
do you set goals for yourself and and how could those goals turn out to be uh i don't know if i said like like totally a goal but i think i put like points of things i want to focus on kind of and then yeah of course i would like to score a lot of goals but it's not like i need to be the top score of sweden it's more like i have to like work on being a threat or like that get shots on goal and stuff like that and then hopefully it's what makes the goals come true <laughs> going out to play a game then um because from the position you play and and the Dommel Svenskans you know style of play and qualities of, from all teams and you you mentioned the word intensity uh what kind of information do you want to have with you um when you go in to play a game um it's always nice to know if the defenders are fast or slow <laughs> uh, so that's a good information to have uh but i actually don't focus that much of the opponent i try to yeah play my game and make it hard for them and then they can focus on me if they want to <laughs> that, that's that's the best um do do you like uh getting nerdy into football tactics and analysis or are you a kind of a player who just goes in uh at the, on the pitch and just go for it <laughs> i think i'm a good mix uh, i also like to like look at the clips and the games and what to maybe change or what i did good um but i'm also like a person who also tries to just take it day by day and then just do it i kind of wondered this myself um about strikers and you know can can you tell the difference from like i i know this is kind of a weird question but can you tell the difference because when when you played we would take the rosengord uh, game for for example you had the whole team had a lot of chances to score um but can you tell what what is the difference between hitting the back of the net uh, and not do it as a striker and and as a for, forward i think you of course sometimes you have bad days or like less good days um but i also think sometimes there's a lot of focus on scoring goals uh, so even though i don't score maybe it's because the space is for someone else um but of course if i have five chances in a game and i don't score it doesn't feel good <laughs> um so it's like it's really really nice and a big relief every time i score a goal um but i think i'm a, the kind of player who like kind of just play on my reaction when i score uh, yeah what for, from the role you play as a striker as well what what other positions on the pitch do you think uh, is the best to have you know like the best relationship with is it the other wing backs or is it the central midfielders or uh, i think it's it's of course a good question but i think in in linshipping we create so many different chances uh but i think we have seen that the relationship with me and elva have been good in the first half of the season um but i also think we see now that the teams are 
ready to drop every time Elva gets the ball and I get on the run. So now the spaces also comes from the number 10s too. Um, so, but I also think the combination between the number 10s and me have been fine also. And we create so many different chances that it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's sort of like, it's very fun to watch at the moment. Um, and and all games in the Dommelsvenskan are fun to watch at the moment because it's very, it, it the tempo has gone up uh, and you can feel that it's starting to, to reach the end of the season where everything matters a little bit more than. So, but in, in which tactical aspect uh, do you feel like you, you've grown uh, or learned the most about during your career? Um, I think for the tactical game, I have learned a lot coming to Lin Um Maybe also because of the way Andrea is doing it. Uh, we have a lot of meetings and it's a lot of the players talking in groups and evaluating on the things and not just Andre telling us what to do. So I think uh, Lin Shipping have been a good place to develop my tactical f- way of thinking in general. Yeah, let's, I mean, my, my last question was uh, actually this one. Um, do, you, do you work on the tactical aspects uh, in the same amount of time that you are spending on on your physics and strength? I guess it takes 90 minutes to watch a game after the weekend. So my mo- mostly is what I do is to watch the game and like do some clips and then talk to Andrea about it if I have any questions. Because um, I think you also after a game remember when you have one situation just that is just stuck in your head where you're like, oh, what should I change here? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Do 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 you watch any other uh, games of the Dalmalsvenskan in the in the weekends, or do you just focus in your own on your own game? I think I'm maybe a fun player in that matter because I also I think it's also because of the break I had that I focus also on just having like time to do other things when I don't play football. But if I'm home, I of course put on the other games. And we also, if if we don't play ourselves, we watch it sometimes with some players from the team. So, of course, it's also good to see the opponents before we meet them. That That's Amalie Vangskog's uh, secret recipe to just relax and then go out on the pitch <laughs> to score a lot of goals. We've learned that now. <laughs> Let's move on to some questions from listeners because now we have mixed them up a little bit while we have talked as well. But um, Amanda, do you want to take the first one? Well, she says, you have bloomed this year. What quality are you most happy to have improved? And what part of your game are you most eager to improve next? If to score goals. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you just get the good feeling about scoring goals and you get your confidence up, it's it helps the whole game, your your whole game. Um, so it's nice to see things falling into place. Um, and things to improve, I think you can always improve most of your game. Um, so yeah, maybe to keep the ball and be. Like in the combination, the small combination. I think Iduka Momiki is a good player to look at 
she's uh, like top class in combination and quick feet. <laughs> yeah, and Emma also wants to know. She's on the same track as I was here. Um, she says, "Really wish to keep you in Lynn shopping for good, but when the day probably comes for you to move on to a non-Scandinavian league, what country and league do you think would suit you best, and why?" Um. Uh, I think the the women's football have developed so much over the last years, and I think the leagues is interesting. Um, of course, the English league is very like a lot of good players are going there now. Uh, but I also think, like in general, Europe is uh, a pretty interesting league. Oh no, just like they have interesting leagues. <laughs> Yeah, let's go on to the ad from Instagram. I can't even try to pronounce, uh, but they want to know, uh, would you typically try long-range uh, shots in a game or focus on getting into the penalty area? Uh, I think going into the penalty area, but I think, again, I play a lot of instinct too. So if I see that there is an opening for a shot, I would take the shot too. Sophie wants to know what has Brian Sören sent meant to you? What impact did he have on your comeback to football? Uh, yeah, again, he had a big impact. It's kind of his fault, kind of, that I'm playing now. Uh, and I think he made just the best, or like he's really good at talking too. So he was like, just get back, practice, and then you choose how much you practice. And then, of course, when you get started, you can't do it less than 100%. Uh, and then it just went from there. And I think it was a good way to do it without pressure and just do it like because I wanted to do it. Minna wants to know, this is the last question from listeners. How did you end up with the number 14 on your shirt in Lynn Shopping? Um, there's always some open numbers. When you get to a new team, uh, and I think I said seven first, but that's like it's not a possibility in Lynchiving to get number seven. And then fourteen was open and twenty-one was open, and I played with twenty-one. But then in Fortuna Young before I stopped, and then Ashley and I was like agreeing that it was like seven, fourteen, twenty-one. So it was like a good three numbers. <laughs> So I think it's just the number I felt most comfortable with. <laughs> um, so we've come to the this or that end section um, where you don't have time to think now. So it's just an answer. So would you rather a perfectly timed tackle shoulder to shoulder or intercepting the ball when it's about to break the lines? Uh, I don't know. Shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Shoulder to shoulder. When beating pressure, dribbling on your own or progressing up the pitch with perfect one-touch passes together with a teammate? Uh, one-touch passes. Coming on from the bench to make an impact to get the win or start a game and play a full 90 where it's a mediocre game where you either lose or draw. I think start the game. <laughs> Uh, when scoring, would you rather a rocket from outside the box or finishing off with an easy tap-in after combining inside the box with your teammates? Uh, the second one. <sighs> the second one, the long one. 
Uh, would you rather assist or score one yourself? I like to score goals. <laughs> but I also like to do assist. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have both. I take the goal. <laughs> so, Amali, it was, it was a pleasure having you on this podcast. That was the end of it. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.